0: Hello and welcome to I Can't Believe It's Not the Mouse, the podcast all about animated features. And I'm here by Disney. I'm your host, Octaviano Macias. And today we're going to talk about the animated feature Aquatine Forever Plantasm. Yes, it's the direct to video sequel to Aqua Teen Hunger Force movie, colon, or colon movie film for theaters. Yeah, colon movie film for theaters. That was the first one. I haven't talked about that one in the show, and I do plan to talk about it on the show someday, but um yeah, this is the direct-to-video sequel. For those of you who have never heard of Aqua Teen Hunger Force, it's a show on Adult Swim that's been canceled for a few years, but realistically, it's never really gone away. They've done shorts over the years, and it's technically not had a new episode in almost a decade now. It's... Still, just this ongoing thing, and it, it, it's understandable why. It's one of the earliest Adult Swim shows, and yeah, its longevity makes sense. It, it is a very smart, well-written show, despite the fact that it's a show about talking food. Yeah, you got a talking shake, a talking fries, a talking wad of meat, hence the name Meat Wad, and their fat, middle-aged, balding neighbor, Carl. By the name, you'd think they're superheroes, and it kind of started off in trying to be like that, but realistically, even that first episode wasn't about them actually being heroes. It was just them trying to promote their job as heroes, and yeah, th- that's been the whole show. It's just them essentially messing around. Like, it, it, to, to put it simply, uh for those of you who are aware of Teen Titans Go, this is Teen Titans Go before Teen Titans Go. It's a much more adult version of it. It's just characters that are supposed to be superheroes messing around. You see their day-to-day life and whatnot. I mean, personally, I would consider this to be the funnier of the two shows. I, I like Teen as Go, too, as as well, so I'm not even knocking Teen Titans Go, but this is definitely the one that I return to the most just because it's, it's a really funny show. It's basically just the random adventures of these characters, and that's pretty much what this movie is. It's just... Oh, look at that. The Aqua separated for one reason or another, mainly because Master Shake is a selfish douchebag, and now we're catching up to them years later. Things happen. I mean, to be fair, there is an actual story to this, and that actually puts it on a on a different level from the theatrical movie that they made on this, where the theatrical movie was really just a bunch of nonsense. Now, granted, I enjoy that theatrical movie, but... If I were to tell you the plot from beginning to end, just spoil the whole thing through, you would assume that I didn't even explain what the movie was about. And that's because it's so nonsensical. This one, it's much more clear. Like, it's still nonsensical, but it is much more clear than the first movie. Right at the start, we see a crazy adventure unfold that's quite obviously just bullshit. Revealed to be a tale, Master Shake is telling. This also reveals his current status as a homeless shake. Oh, sorry. I don't know if the audio will sound different, but viewers of the YouTube video will definitely notice I'm recording some bits after the fact. I don't know if you guys will like this, but sometimes I forget to add certain notes, or in this case story beats, to better flesh the podcast out. Is that cool? I hope so. Basically, like I said, uh, the Aqua Teens have been apart from each other, and something forces them to be... Together again. Yeah, Shake's homeless, Meatwad's homeless, but working at a dog shelter. Their old home is dilapidated, and Carl, same position as ever, is having fun with it. We soon realize that the evil company Amazon is buying up the old neighborhood. And what of Frylock? Well, Frylock is an IT person at Amazon. He quickly gains the favor of the owner, Neo, Neo quickly gains interest in Frylock's apparent intelligence, especially when he reveals he can make Neo taller, eventually creating a tall Neo who betrays regular Neo, but realistically that barely matters when evil plants come into play. And the Aqua Teens have to stop it before the plants take over the world. Crazy plot, but, you know, it, it, it is a fun little thing to watch it has all the clever writing from the show the actors are clearly giving it their all it's just a ton of fun and i i don't know what to say like if you're a fan of aqua teen force you're gonna love the movie if you're not a fan of aqua teen Hunger force this one's easier to digest than the, the theatrical movie that one th- that much i'll say you can actually enjoy this even if you're not a fan of the show i would recommend being a little stoned or drunk or at the very least being on this movie's wavelength um you know basically being into like the weird um nonsense kind of stuff but the movie is fairly easy to follow even if you're not uh, a fan of this but then again it's kind of weird enough to where whether you're a fan or not it, it doesn't really matter because there, there is like stuff that is in it that's clearly like you know like um like fan service but it ties into the narrative nicely enough or it's just Random enough that even if you're not a fan of it, you'll probably just be able to grasp it. Like, okay, well, this is already weird. We already started off with a talking shake. I don't know how this is gonna get any weirder than that. And on that front, I I would say that this is the better movie of the two, just because this is the one where I'm like, yeah, I could recommend this to people easily. The first one, much as I enjoyed it, it is one of those things where like it gets a little too far. ...into the nonsense that it, it it starts to get like, okay, if you're not a fan of this stuff, you're not gonna get turned over. You might be able to at least be on the wavelength just because of how weird it is. Or if you're already, you know, stoned, you'll probably be like, okay, well, whatever, you know, again, it, it's talking food, who gives a shit. But even that goes for, for so long that it's like, yeah... This one is... It's almost night and day, like, you know, in terms of difference. Like, this one, like I said, it, it really is that much easier to comprehend. Despite the fact that it is is—it is all just weird, stupid bullshit. And as a result, it's one of the very rare direct-to-video sequels that's actually better than the theatrical and oddly enough it's even better in the animation department the animation on Aquatino the forces has always been cheap I mean it's not exactly South Park level but it's pretty much on that same wavelength. where it's like yeah this is supposed to be not very good looking animation you're not really supposed to be well, wowed by it and you know that's perfectly fine this movie improves on the first movie in that regard just because you know the technology for this kind of stuff has gone better and I'm assuming it's also because they had to change the program because it's not really like uh, not that it ever was on Flash, but I'm assuming the original run was on Flash. That's not really a thing anymore, so they've had to use something else, and there's a little bit more movement, a little more style to the characters in terms of how, you know, they they move move around and get, to, they get stuff done. So, yeah, it, it clearly looks better. Like, granted, you know, I, I have this on 4K, so obviously it was always going to look really good, but, well, it doesn't look 4K good, just to be clear, but... At the very least, it does look like an improvement of the original. And of course, the other thing that makes it work better than the original is just the fact that with the language, they don't bother doing those same running gag as the original. Cause in the original movie that they did, there was a running gag where basically they were, uh, they would, um, not fully, but kind of censor out the language. Like they would add bleeps, but it'd be so- soft enough that. You could still hear what exactly they said. I don't know what entirely was up with that. I know that they mentioned it was just a joke, but it feels like one of those things where they thought it was maybe like a TV movie and then they realized it wasn't and they just felt too lazy to completely get rid of them, so they just left to bleep in this one doesn't do that so that's much better in my opinion because while it was fun in that first movie it, it got tiresome real real quick it was just one of those things where it's like I, I don't need the characters to be bleeped every time they um they swear this is an r-rated movie you can just just go with it just just go nuts with it but yeah so you know you got master shake funny as ever you know he's the selfish dumbass who always tries to make himself look better than everyone else Meet Wad cute, gullible child, uh even though he's an adult. Frylock, he's the one that you kind of have to wonder why he's even around them, because he's way too smart for them. And that's kind of the central thing with this movie, where he's already felt up with their shit and just finally left carl their neighbor who pretty much is always annoyed by them and i like that they even make a joke early on where it's like oh he's an aqua Teen member but he was never really aqua because it's like yeah most of the time he interacts with them to the point that he might as well be considered one of the members of the team and then you get new characters introduced into this like you got uh the the ceo of amazing the amazon parody named neil he's short and a lot of the jokes is about him being short, but they actually do go forward with making other jokes about how selfish he is, how, you know, egotistical he is. Like, at one point, he um, decides to show off to Frylock because Frylock works for him. He sh- decides to show off to him by killing an animal right in front of him, and Frylock is like, dude, that's not cool. And he's like, oh, man, you know, I thought it, you know, it would have been cool if I showed my power by killing animals right in front of you. Th- that stuff is silly, but it's it's funny. You also get, you know, other characters, like, there's a new scientist. Like, funny enough, they didn't use the, the same type from the, the the show and then the fresh movie doctor was dr weird dr strange not no 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 it can't be dr strange that's the marvel character uh yeah i think it was like dr weird or wh- whatever i'm blacking out on this i love this show but at the same time even i have my moments they, they use an original character for this i at least the original as far as i know i don't think he's ever popped out it in the show if he did they didn't even acknowledge that The character named Elmer, who pretty much, you know, is the one who creates, like, the the evil plants, which, in a way, kind of ruins the the twist, because, you know, the movie is even called Plantasm, and they even, you know, mentioned that that's the point of the movie, so it's like, you you kind of give away, you know, who's eventually gonna be um, running the show, and, yeah, pretty much he's the one doing it, but... Yeah, I mean, you, you, you get other fun, you know, appearances from characters that you, you remember. Like, throughout the movie, the Moonanites, these little 8 characters from the show, if you're not aware of it, who at one point in the last movie... More specifically, the last movie's campaign got Boston to sue adult swim. Uh, funny story there. I'll save it for another day, but point is, LED lights look like bombs. That's all I'm saying. If you, if you've never heard of the story, you can easily look it up, but I'll, I'll save it for when I actually do the first movie. The Moon Knights appear in this. And their, their appearance in this movie makes more sense than in the last movie, because in the last movie, it was just definitely pure fan service, where it was just, like, they constantly appeared, and it's like, you guys offer nothing, and they're just here just to fuck around. And realistically, they're here to fuck around this time, too. But they're pretty much hijacking the movie. Like, they're, they acknowledge, like, oh, we're gonna skip vital scenes of the movie. We're gonna spoil information from the movie. And what's funny is that they even have this little number when they first pop up, uh, where basically it's like, oh, text er is the man to er rules on your phone and if you actually do that they will comment on the movie and spoil even more of the movie through your text you can get them to stop by just putting in like no stop replying or whatever but it's one of the fun ways to do it and i did that for the second viewing that i did of this movie because i'm like okay you know the first time i saw it i didn't really think much of it but then i started hearing from people like no no watch the movie with them if you actually put that number, it's not a bullshit. It, it is an actual number. So, yeah, when, when you watch this movie, Er is the man at rolls, And you'll see, you know, how they spell it out because it, it will tell you, like, okay, this is the exact thing. Like, with the rolls, you pretty much have to put in the numbers. You know, typical, of course. But, you know, it, it's just something to consider. And, and it's, it's you know, it, it just makes the movie that much more funnier. Uh I would definitely recommend doing that for a second viewing or if you're brave enough, do it on the first viewing because they will spoil stuff for, for you, and it will distract you from the actual movie. So, honor reviewing, it makes it a lot funnier. And, yeah, it, it's definitely like, the Moon Knights definitely add into this movie. They eventually do find their way, um, in the movie more so than they already are, are in, but I'll, I'll leave that for you to watch, cause it, it's really funny once they actually break into the movie, um, uh, beyond just, you know, messing around with you. And, yeah, the, the, the movie is, definitely just a fun time for anyone who's ever watched the show growing up or you know even if you haven't if you're just on a weird wavelength you'll definitely have your fun on it there's not really much i can say that i, I would change i could say you know like oh give it better animation but then that kind of defeats the joke and the, the writing is just so spot on and the humor they they have a, a great um Space jam parody within it. Honestly, the only thing that I would personally, you know, prefer is just that if they had given it a completely different name or something where it wouldn't have made it as obvious where they were going with the, with the Elmer character and his plants. But I mean, it, it's Aquatina. It doesn't really matter. You still get some sh- surprises here and there. There's a lot of great jokes. Carl, of course, delivers some of the best lines that you'll ever hear in animation just because he's just a hilarious, Failure of a Man. Yeah, it's definitely just one of those movies that is just a ton of fun, and it's just, you know, it's it's a blast for fans, and it's great for even newcomers. Definitely, I recommend more for the fans, but as I've said multiple times, if you're on a weird wavelength, if you're on drugs, which I don't recommend, I don't do them myself. I mean, I guess medicine counts, but, you know, not anything to get me, you know, that way. This is definitely one to watch. It is um, something where I'm like... You know, they put it out on video, I know this will probably be on HBO Max because, you know, it's on, you know, it's Warner Bros. But I would recommend just buying it, if anything, just to A, support it, B, tell Warner Bros. Hey, we still want physical copies and please stop screwing over so many of your artists. But beyond that... You know, warmers. You could do so much more for the people that are working for you, and for you to be doing this stuff. You know, it shows that you can, you can, you know, still do it without having to trash everything in the worst way possible, like you guys have been. I mean, if nothing else, I do hope that this silly little movie at least convinces people to go out and watch the show if they haven't, rewatch the show if if they have, and you know, maybe we'll get. A, a revival of Aqua Teen Hunger Force because it could definitely go for more. I mean, they've been doing shorts, so it's like there's there's no way you, you can't do more material out of this. I mean, the episodes for this show normally ran for only 10 minutes, so it, it's not like they'd be that much harder to reproduce and everything's coming back anyway. So, you know, bring it back or at the very least, you know, consider on making movies out of your other properties. I know that they've mentioned that they're planning on doing Adventure Brothers and a Metal Clops. Oh God, I always mess that one up. Metaloclopsis, the one with the rockers. I, i'm not even gonna pretend to say it right now they've been saying that they've been gonna they're gonna do movies on those but i haven't heard anything out of it uh this is the only one where i heard consistent stuff that they were you know working on it because they've been working on on this movie for about a decade i mean i know it's been under different names and plots and whatnot but they've been at least talking about doing a, a second Teen movie for about a decade so for them to you know finally deliver on it is great and i hope they try that with some of their other shows especially ones where they might not have had the greatest Greatest endings because of one reason or another, whether it's cancellation or it just ran out of steam or whatever. I don't know. I, you know, me personally, I would love to see a more oral movie, but a- anything goes, really. Like, I I would just like to see them do more, whether it's with Aquatine, with other adult properties, or at the very least, if it convinces them to do you know, more stuff, like more adult animated features, original stuff. I'm all go- game for that, so, you know, that stuff sounds great to me. And, of course, Warner Bros. has also done Justice League and Mortal Kombat movies, so, again, they have more than enough reason to just pull the trigger and do more stuff beyond just, like, the big franchises. Again, do the original stuff, maybe even bring them to theaters. Who knows, you know, 2D needs a definite revival in theatrical animated features. We get one, maybe every other... Five years or whatever. Uh, it'd be nice to see them more regularly. They can't all be CG. Even stop motion movies get a few plays every now and then. So 2D, come on, give it your, bring it back. And that includes stuff like this where it's silly. The animation is not the greatest, but you know what? The writing is there. The characters are fun. The plot, as nonsensical as it is, is a funny comedy of just friends trying to come back together and solve a problem that Essentially, they caused... Yeah, you know, it's a, it's a total blast of a show, and the movie is definitely more than worthy of the series. Again, I think it's better than the first movie that they did, even though this is the one that went straight to video, and it, that's not to knock the theatrical one, as I've said before, but it's definitely something where it's like, yeah, you can always put in more effort in something, so long as your heart is in it. So, it's not about where it premieres, it's about how much work you put in, and yeah, they put in a lot of good work into this one. I don't know, I, I, I really don't know what what to say. I mean, I just feel like I'm rambling and telling you, yes, this is a good movie over and over again, because it, it really is. It, it's just an absurd piece, and it's something where I'm like, yeah, if you're a fan of this stuff, great. If you're not maybe won't be as easy for you to get on board with it, but it is possible to get on board with it, and I do think that you should get on board with it. If nothing else, my greatest hope in doing this is hopefully I've convinced you all to watch something Aquatine related, which isn't the easiest fee because I know some people will get turned off the second they see that the movie is about talking food. And yeah, I get it. I I initially was hesitant on the show just because I thought talking food, why would I want to watch that? And it turned out to be one of the funniest shows that Adult Swim has ever produced. So yeah, you know, I had a great time. It reminded me of why I like the show. It's just something where I'm like, I I wish they do more of these, like not specifically for this franchise though yes i would like that for that franchise but just in general just doing more movies and animation i love animation so aqua forever plantism definite watch you know it's definitely something that you'll enjoy again if you're on the wavelength but even if you're not maybe you'll find something to appreciate about it yeah I, you know go watch it thank you for listening this has been octaviano macias and i hope to see you again next time The lunch. Thank you for coming on today, if you enjoyed this, please consider subscribing to my YouTube channel where you'll see video versions of these podcasts, and if you just want to listen to them, there's always the option of just following the podcasts on their various sites, whether it's Spotify, Podbean, or Apple Podcasts. Whatever you choose, I hope you continue enjoying these, and if you want to support me even further than that, there's always the option of Patreon. With Patreon, even just a dollar will get your name on the video versions of this and on other videos that I may do outside of these podcasts. A few dollars more gets you some behind the scenes info and as this continues to grow, you'll find that there's more perks to it. So I hope you consider supporting me through Patreon as well. And in any case, again, thank you for listening and I hope you have a wonderful day.